0: Hello and welcome to Day 270 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from the Wisdom of Syrac, chapters 34 and 35, the Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 15, verses 27 through 32, and Galatians, chapter 5. Let us begin with the Wisdom of Syrac, chapter 34. Vain hopes and lying belong to a man without understanding, and dreams give wing to a senseless man. Like him who grasps after shadows and chases the wind, so is he who pays attention to dreams. The vision of dreams is this against that, the likeness of a face opposite of face. What will be cleansed from an unclean thing, and what will be true from a false thing, Divinations, omens, and dreams are worthless, and like a woman in the pains of childbirth, the heart becomes visible. Unless visions are sent from the Most High in a visitation, do not give your heart to them, for dreams have deceived many, and those who hope in them have fallen away. Without such line the law will be fulfilled, and wisdom is perfection in the mouth of the faithful. A man who has traveled about knows many things, and a man with much experience will seek with understanding. A man who has not been tested knows little, but he who has traveled about increases his astuteness. I have seen many things in my travels, and my understanding is more than I can express in words. I have frequently been in danger of death, but I have been saved because of these experiences. The spirit of those who fear the Lord will live, for their hope is in him who saves them. He who fears the Lord will fear nothing, and he will not be cowardly, for the Lord is hope. Blessed is the soul of a man who fears the Lord. To whom does he look, and who is his support? The eyes of the Lord are upon those who love him. He is a powerful protection and a strong support, a shelter from the burning heat, a shelter from the noonday sun, a guard from stumbling, and help from a fall. He raises up the soul and gives light to the eyes. He gives healing, life, and blessing. If a man sacrifices by means of wrongdoing, the offering is a mockery, and the gifts of the lawless are not accepted. The Most High is not pleased with the offerings of the ungodly, and a man does not atone for his sins with a multitude of sacrifices i <laughs> He who offers a sacrifice of the poverty of the poor is like one who kills a son in the sight of his father. The bread of the needy is the life of the poor. He who deprives them of it is a man of bloodshed. Whoever takes away his neighbor's livelihood murders him. And whoever deprives a hired worker of his wages sheds his blood. If one builds up while another tears down, what do they profit other than toil? If one prays while another curses, whose voice will the Lord hear? If a man Washes himself after touching a corpse, then touches it again. What does he profit by his washing? So it is with a man who fasts over his sins and goes and does the same sins all over again. Who will hear his prayer? What does his humbling profit him? Wisdom of Syrac, chapter 35. The man who keeps the law will abound in offerings. He who heeds the commandments sacrifices a peace offering. He who returns a kindness offers fine wheat flour, and he who does alms sacrifices a praise offering. To forsake evil is pleasing to the Lord, and to forsake wrongdoing is atonement. Do not appear... before the Lord empty-handed. For all these offerings are made because of the commandment. A righteous offering anoints the altar, and its fragrant rises before the Most High. The sacrifice of a righteous man is acceptable, and its remembrance shall not be forgotten. Glorify the Lord with your generosity, and do not reduce the firstfruits of your hands. In every gift, let your face be cheerful, and sanctify your tithe with gladness. Give to the Most High as He has given to you, and give to Him with generosity according to your windfall. For the Lord is he who repays, and he will repay you sevenfold. Do not bribe him, for he will not accept it, and do not offer an unrighteous sacrifice. For the Lord is the judge, and there is no partiality with him. He will not show partiality to a poor man, but he will hear the petition of him who is wronged. He will not overlook the supplication of an orphan nor a widow when she pours out her story. Do not the tears of a widow run down her cheeks as she cries out against him who caused them? He whose service is pleasing to the Lord will be accepted by him, and his prayer will reach to the clouds. The prayer of a humble man passes through the clouds, and he will not be comforted until it reaches the the Lord." And he will not withdraw it until the Most High visits him, provides justice for the righteous, and executes judgment. So the Lord will not delay, neither will he be slow to help them, until he crushes the loins of the unmerciful and repays vengeance upon the nations, until he destroys the multitude of the insolent and crushes the scepter of the unrighteous, until he renders to a man according to his practices and the works of men according to their devices, until he judges the cause of his people and brings them joy with his mercy mercy is beautiful in the time of his affliction like rain in the time of drought proverbs of solomon chapter 15 verse 27 the lord will destroy the houses of the arrogant but he will strengthen the boundary of a widow The thinking of the unrighteous man is an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the holy are sacred. He who receives bribes utterly destroys himself, but he who hates the receiving of bribes saves himself. Sins are cleansed by almsgiving and faithfulness, and by the fear of the Lord everyone turns aside from evil. The hearts of the righteous care about faithfulness, but the mouth of the ungodly answers evil things." The ways of the righteous men are acceptable before the Lord, and through them even enemies become friends. Galatians chapter 5. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Indeed I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify again to every man who becomes circumcised that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ, you who attempt to be justified by law. You have fallen from grace. For we, through the Spirit, eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love. You ran well who hindered you from obeying the truth. This persuasion does not come from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in you, in the Lord, that you will have no other mind. But he who troubles you shall bear his judgment, whoever he is. And I, brethren, if I still preach circumcision, why do I still suffer persecution? Then the offense of the cross has ceased. I could wish that those who trouble you would even cut themselves off. For you, brethren have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, and And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Thank you for joining me on Day 270 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for Day 271.